up on the builders. Time to build a new land. I know we could do it if we all lend a hand. The only thing we have to do is put it in our minds. Surely things will work out. They do it every time. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. With your host, Gene Hodge. Gene, how are you tonight? I'm doing fine. How are you? Very well. Good to see you once again. So what do we have in store for tonight? Well, tonight we want to really help people understand what, what's really going on out there because I think they're being misled in so many ways. And so I want to set some, set some things in place tonight. And uh, what we're going to have tonight is we're going to have some guests on the show talking about ways they created employment. But because a lot of you out there may not know, you can actually create your own jobs. You have all the expertise. You have the experience. It's already actual, credible, factual. It's already been demonstrated. In many ways, you can do that. Anyway, so we want to address that. We have some people on the show. And one of the things I encourage you to do is call in. We want to be able to answer all of your questions. You can call in by calling 441-3000 or 727-441-3000. And because we want to be able to answer all your questions. If you got questions on resumes, questions on interviewing, on, on answering any of your questions, questions on job searching, or how to create cover letters, even creating an image, understanding the importance of all that. And in some cases, even where to look for jobs, we want to be able to offer some solutions. And the reason we want to do that is because we want to offer solutions in some innovative ways. And so that's what we want to do. We want to address some of those issues. So to start off, I want to say that one of, one of the things that I'm just going to say, America, we have a problem. <laughs> now, you heard this, the, the TV show with, with, uh, with, with the astronauts. That's at Houston, we have a problem. Well, America, we have a problem. And the problem is there's too many people out of work. And that's not a fault of any individual. It's a fault of the way we run things around here. And I'm just going to say we because I'm a part of it. And I'm using we because I really want you to understand who comes up with all of these laws and regulations. We do it. And it's very important to understand they don't fall out of the sky. We do it. So one of the first things I want to address is understanding what a workforce is. If we're here to address issues to help people gain employment. And I'm not sure people even understand what a workforce is. Anyway, so I'm going to give you a definition. A workforce is anybody that does work. And so right, right here in the greater Tampa Bay area, recently there's been some controversy in the news. It's been on the news media. It's been the newspaper about a, an agency that, that uh, put on a, a project to figure out better ways they could run their organization. And, and they used some stimulus dollars to bring in some entertainment. And the news media and some of the other some of the other people started saying they should not be paying tax using taxpayers' dollars paying for entertainment. I'm here to say that we all have a unique set of skill sets. From that we develop interest, passion, we get good at it because we go do it. Some people make their living entertaining and they make up the workforce. Some people make their living singing, dancing. And they make up part of our workforce. They draw. They do many things. So who are we to say they should go somewhere to have a job without understanding they do have a job? What they do is they get paid to entertain. They get paid to do what they're good at doing. They deserve all of those dollars just like you do. Anyway, so I wanted to address that. But I also want to take it a little further because we come up with these thoughts. And we come up with these answers. And so another part of the problem is that, that, that a lot of the leaders, our human resource people, our teachers and educators, are not able to produce the results that we're trying to produce. And so, so we look at the individual, and we kind of like blame the victim without understanding what we're there for. And so I'm going to give you victims or you individuals that are out there looking for some work, some tips on how you can better prepare yourself and have answers for people. So one of the things we're going to be doing is answering some interviewing questions. I encourage you to get ready to call 
and call in at any point in time and ask your question because we want to be able to answer your question. Even if you're looking for a job, we want to be able to find you a job right here on the air. So give us a call at, at 441-3000. Anyway, so let me give you some tips as how to begin to do that. So get out your pencil and pad and paper. I'm going to ask you three questions. I'm going to give you just a couple of seconds to write them down. The first thing I want to ask you to write down, write down three to five things that you're good at doing. And if you can get the five, that'd be great. Because once you start thinking about what you are good at doing, you'll start eliminating things. However, write down three to five things that you're good at doing. Now, see if you can have caught yourself into putting yourself in a box because I didn't mention the word job. I mentioned just things that you were good at doing. The second thing I'd like to have you write down three to five things that you're good at doing that you have learned from the workplace. In other words, based on the past jobs you've had, you've been introduced to some function, you found out you liked it, you found out you got good at it, and so now you enjoy doing it, but you have to thank your past employers for giving you the opportunity to do it. It's important to recognize where did you gain those additional skills and abilities. So write down three to five things. And then the last question or thing is to write down three to five things that you enjoy doing. And again, I didn't mention the word job. I said things you enjoy doing, like traveling or fishing or skiing or playing cards or making love, whatever you, whatever you enjoy doing that you think you're good at. And if you've done that, then at, at the minimum, you should have nine things that you've wrote down, a maximum of 15. What I'd like to have you do is look through that and circle the top three, the top three that are most important for you. Once you've done that, you now have a framework by which you can start telling people what you like to do. You have a framework for going out on the Internet for you people that go to all these places and you're looking for jobs through the Internet and they sit you down and you start looking at job titles. I want you to go look at job functions. And so the tip is if you typed in just those three things in one or two words where it says keywords and you press the enter key, what will happen is all the job titles that you fit into will pop up. And that is something that you cannot do just by looking at jobs that you know of because those jobs are all jobs in the past. And the second thing is once you identify the job title, I want you to kind of like really read the description because the description is what somebody else wants you to do. And I want you to think of work. All work that you have had in the past, all work you will have in the future, is because of one reason. Somebody needs something done, and they're willing to pay you to do it. Most people do not understand the purpose of work. It's because somebody has a need, they want somebody to do it, and they will hire you to do it. And so if it's not understood what the purpose of a job is for, then you'll go to work and you'll do the things I used to do when I was younger. I'd go fool around and talk about the soap operas and what I was going to do that evening and on the weekend. All you got to do is go out to these places and look at how people work. But, but I'll say, but in reality, they're not working. They're doing everything but working. What's, what's lacking in that understanding is all of the jobs that you've had, you've been paid to represent the employer. And the question is, what employer would want you representing them the way many of people perform out there? And then they wonder how come they can't get raises and promotions. Anyway, so, so what do you think of the purpose of work? And then read the job description. Because the job description will describe what they want you to do. Because all jobs are made up of responsibilities. And maybe introducing yourself to people or talking to people, it's just as simple as saying the things that you've been responsible for. Because all jobs are made up of responsibilities. Which means 
which means just giving job titles doesn't say you know how to do anything. It's the job responsibilities that you've had. So if you can talk in terms of responsibilities, it's right there in the description. All you got to do is tell people how you would do it. And the reality is nobody can do it your way because nobody has your unique skill set. Only you have that unique skill set. Anyway, so all jobs are going to have a job title. And underneath that is going to have a job description, terms of what they want you to do. And underneath that is going to have a as something that says qualifications. The qualifications are going to say something like somebody who's had three or four years of experience and, I don't know, and maybe a high school diploma or a college degree. I'm going to make two suggestions. One is since you just got through typing in what we call keywords, is stop looking at job titles. Only look at job descriptions. Stop looking at qualifications. Only look at job descriptions. Because job descriptions say what they want done. Now, one thing a job description doesn't tell you, it doesn't tell you how to do it. No job description tells you how to do a job, which means you use your unique set of skills that you have been developing all of your life to go perform a job. And so I'm suggesting you only look at job descriptions, but that's going to lead into something else because you know people that did not have the qualifications that have gotten jobs. And if you know that, then maybe you should stop looking at qualification statements. You know people that have gotten jobs because of many other ways that they've gotten jobs. And so if you know that, then maybe you should stop stop doing that. Anyway, so that that sets the stage for how you can start identifying jobs that you can find. And if you've done that, you'll be able to find those jobs. And we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the... Excuse me, the employment... (laughs) I'm going to need a job if I don't start talking about it. Employment Opportunity Hour. Thanks a lot. (laughs) We'll be right back with Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. Please uh, give us a call, 441-3000. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war, and poverty. Looking for a job? Wondering what you can do? Call us here in the studio right now at 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about resumes, interviewing, job searching, cover letters, creating an image, assessing your skills and abilities and experience, where to look for jobs? Call us live in the studio now at 727-441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about your age, race? Are you a veteran, a minority, a professional? Do you have a disability? We have the answers. Call us live in studio right now at the Employment Opportunity Hour. Call 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. Or send us an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Employers, if you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Using our process, over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatana Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College, to name just a few. For more information, call 1-888- 
1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email hodgetrain at AOL.com. That's hodgetrain at AOL.com. Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Opportunity Employment Hour with Gene Hodge. And uh, hey, Gene, we've got a uh, caller on line one. It's Carl from Clearwater. Okay, great. To talk to him? Great. Hello, Carl. How you doing? Hey, Gene. How you doing? Doing okay. How can we help you today? What's on your mind? Well, I just could listen to a really great show. I think it's, it's it's a needed thing right now with the way that everything is, and I, I appreciate you having the show. And you got some awesome music, man. I appreciate it. Oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, but just I've been out. You know, I've had my own business years ago, uh, and we sold the business, and we and we just kind of traveled around the country for a while. Then when things kind of going back down, I'm out looking for a job now. And I, I had a pest control business years ago, and then. But going back and, and applying for pest control jobs, I just don't seem to be getting. So do you have any uh, maybe tips on an interview process that would help me be able to uh, you know, land a pest control job as a manager? I've got so many talents to provide for them that uh, it just doesn't seem like uh, they, want, they want to promote from within. Or, so they, they have a good old boy that network that they hire somebody else they know. You know it doesn't. Doesn't matter how okay. much experience I have. So, all right, I'll try to give you my best answer, but I just I just want to say I also have a guest in the studio, so it's possible that you may get more than one answer. And this is our guest for this evening. Her name is Debbie Connolly, and hello, Debbie. Hello, everyone. Hi, Gene. I'm doing Carl. fine, but we want to be able to answer Carl's hey, question. Well, if you have any thoughts, I want you to be able to throw it in. But Carl, I would say. Uh, the first thing is to assess what you know how to do. You mentioned management. You mentioned you've traveled. You mentioned you've done work in pest control. But the first thing is that's what you need to start telling people. That's that's the first thing. The second thing is that I heard you mention a couple of words. We're going to talk about words that don't have any meaning later on. Is, is you don't have any talents. Mm-hmm. So 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 I'm gonna I'm just say you don't have any talents. You don't have any skills. You don't have any of that. Now what I mean by that is. What you do have is experience. If your wording only addressed the experiences that you had, people are going to give you the level of talent you have or the level of skill. All you've got to do is talk about your experiences. And the other thing is if you have some management experience and you've traveled and you know how to handle people, possibly you keep looking in what I'm going to call the wrong areas because nobody is making you look there. You got to begin to recognize your own choices, your own your the things you think you should be doing, and nobody's telling you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would suggest that that first of all, you're looking at jobs that are too low, based on the experience level you have. That's a possibility. Yeah. And many many people, what happens is that when people become unemployed, they start looking what I would call backwards at jobs they used to do instead of looking forward. Sure. Because what happens is that when people get laid off, job openings become available, both at the lower level and at the top, because companies are looking for people with more multi-use of skills and abilities. And, and you have them. Sure. And so I would suggest that you should be looking for jobs that require managing other people, mm-hmm. or jobs that require all of your knowledge. You have a knowledge of outdoor type of environments. You have a knowledge of pests. You have enough. You have a knowledge of business. You have a knowledge of mm-hmm. different cultures from going to different places. Right. I would look for jobs where somebody has that need. Right. And, yeah. and again, I just got you mentioned earlier. If you write down the things that you're good at, and you type those into the mm-hmm. computer, sure. then what will happen is that you'll get all the job titles that pop up. 
what happens is that we don't know job titles. Everybody else does. Right. And yeah. the, and the reason we don't know job titles is because if you stop working or you got laid off, I want you to think about about people who've gotten laid off. And I di- I didn't ask you, but did you get laid off or you just left? Well, when I sold my business, I I just left okay. and didn't. Yeah. But I came back and I tried sales and uh, I you know trying to get pest control sales was was kind of difficult again. Okay. Just you know not. Okay. Not as there was so many competition, and you got to have that uh, that network of bringing in people. So, right, basically, so you, it was commission only at that time. And I, when I wanted to do the actual service that I knew how to do, what I knew how to do was take care of customers uh, and make people happy mm-hmm. and really truly uh, identify a problem and take care of a problem. That's what I knew how to do. Okay, and I wasn't allowed to do that, so I ended up, you know. Well, it's not starting my own business again. So it's not that you weren't allowed to do it. You kept going back to do jobs that you knew how to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to suggest that 99% of us we want to go do what we know how to do. We don't we don't look about how could we how could we bring all those skills and abilities to a new job mm-hmm. and yet learn something else as well. So my my thought to you is that you is that you're looking in areas that you've already done before. Sure. You start looking at what you want to do because everybody's going to ask you what you want to do anyway. Right. All you got to do is say, I like to do this. Let me go find out about it because all they're going to do is ask you your background. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I've given you a couple of tips and, and uh, I know my partner is sitting over here. Do you have any comments you may want to add to that? Now, I was just going to ask a little more about himself as his past experience mm-hmm. on saying how long do we, and why did you just, why are you just saying pest control? Well, I was in pest, the customer service. Why did I stay in pest control? Or why do you, why are you continuing the pest? I'm service? not. Yeah. That's why I okay. said I, when I oh. tried to get back into it, I, I just, you know, basically got stonewalled and, and it was giving it out to someone else. So I went out and started my own business. You know, I, I do a lot of networking, and uh, I've got a couple businesses that I take care of now that, you know, sort of network businesses that actually create me a flow of income, different multiple streams of income. But mm-hmm. I wasn't able to get it in the pest control industry. That I, you know, and I, I enjoyed the pest control industry for almost 20 years and truly helping people have a situation that they had a problem in. I was able to okay. address that problem and take care of it for them. Okay, I would suggest though, if you wrote down that you have a knowledge of, 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 of the environment, of management, of, in this case, pest control, of customer service, or how to serve people, you could take all that and turn it into a job. Let's say you could become a forest ranger. Sure, absolutely. I would say in some cases you may look at becoming a tour guide. It's possible that it's possible that the areas that you're good at, you're just not looking. You keep Absolutely. looking in the areas that well, you're actually, only familiar I with. I kind of I have a a part time job. I work over at Walt Disney World, so I okay. I'm kind of a tour guide over there. I, I truly okay. enjoy that for that reason because it's, it's well, keep, like you know, help helping people enjoy their life. Okay, keep answering the question, and yeah. you literally will create a job. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so hopefully that's been helpful. But I did want to address one other thing that I. I actually had to been laid off because I want you to well, think not, about. I mean, I, it kind of dried up, and I was commission okay. only, and they weren't giving me any money. So no, I okay. nobody, that wasn't laid off. Laid off. All righty. Money, and I wasn't creating it, so we, we parted ways. So okay, I want to say this for our listening audience: think about if you got laid off. I'm going to say that was the great thing to happen to you. Sure. If you were laid off, I'm going to say that was great. However, if you were a person who who stayed and you knew other people got laid off, I really want you to recognize what happened. In reality, you had to do your job and somebody else's job too. Mm-hmm. And re- in reality, the company didn't give you double money. Right. Which meant, which meant you had additional responsibilities, and if you had different responsibilities, then the job title had to change. Right. So, so people are looking in many cases for jobs that no longer exist because the responsibilities have changed because they've done things with fewer people. Mm-hmm. In, in reality, all of us have more inside of us to do more. And we're only going to do it when we're put in conditions to do it. Yeah. So if you're looking, I'm saying this is the best time in your life to literally sit back and say, what do I want to do? 
And all you've got to do is focus on the things you're good at doing that you enjoy doing. Let right. us tell you the titles. Sure. Let us tell you where to go. Yep. Right now, you're going back to what you know because that's all you know. Sure, yeah. Okay, but so as I, you're out there networking, keep answering the question that everybody's asking you. Everybody's going to be asking you, what do you want to do? What are your goals? And all you got to do is keep telling them. Absolutely. Because you don't know who has the right title for you, but sure enough, they'll select you because of that combination of unique skill sets that you have. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay? Yeah. Okay, well, thank you for calling. All right, Gene. Thank you very much. I enjoy your show very much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, if there's any more of you out there that got questions or answers... I want you to share them. We'll be right back in just a second, and we want to introduce our guest. And we're going to share how other people have found employment so that you may have some ways of doing it also. You're listening to the Employment Opportunity Hour with Gene Hodge. We'll be right back right after these messages. Give us a call, 441-3000, 441-3000. Looking for a job? Wondering what you can do? Call us here in the studio right now at 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about resumes, interviewing, job searching, cover letters, creating an image, assessing your skills and abilities and experience, where to look for jobs? Call us live in the studio now at 727-441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about your age, race? Are you a veteran, a minority, a professional? Do you have a disability? We have the answers. Call us live in studio right now at the Employment Opportunity Hour. Call 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. Or send us an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Employers, if you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Using our process, over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatana Community Technical College, College, South Central Community Technical College, to name just a few. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email hodgetrain at aol.com. That's hodgetrain at aol.com. Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Employment Opportunity Hour with Gene Hodge. And uh, we're back from the break, Gene. And we're back. And great. I want you to wake up out there because there's a ton of ways you can find jobs. And we have a couple of people in our audience or in my studio who have found ways of getting jobs. Because I want you to begin to recognize if you have worked you have gained experience. It's actual, credible, factual. It's already been demonstrated. And if you're an experienced worker, you've been doing it for a long time. And if you're an experienced worker, hopefully none of you are out there taking somebody's test trying to prove it all over again. You've already proved it. However, we got two people in the studio today. 
that have found jobs, and I brought them in specifically to share their stories. And one is Debbie Connolly. Debbie has her own business. I'm going to let you tell her about that. And the other person is Lee. And Lee has a very unique background. Lee actually is producing shows, including this one. <laughs> anyway, and, uh, I'm just and say everybody welcome. wants my job. I just want you to know. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. And Deborah, Thanks. how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me here, okay. Gene. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you do in 30 seconds or less. In 30 seconds or less. Gene, I educate payroll professionals, meaning all those people that are out there that do your paycheck, take your hours times the rate, and give you a paycheck. I help educate those professionals. And the way I got started doing that was I used to do payroll myself way back when. And all of a sudden, as I was sitting in that position, found out that there was a lot more to payroll, that there was tax reporting. And so from there, I realized I wasn't the only one out there like that and pursued to help educate other payroll people in the same position that I was in. Great. I'll be right back with you in just a second. But Lee, uh, what do you do? I'm doing my job right now. I'm actually getting paid to do this. Most people think it's (laughs) nothing but fun. And it is, you know, and it is. Uh, But but I work work at WTAN Uh and I'm an indentured servant. He's an indentured no, I'm just kidding. I'm uh, your producer right now, so I help produce radio shows and, uh, you know, do everything technical and that you can do around the station, on the studio, around the studio, including okay. announcing, so that's not technical. But, uh, so it's, it's, it includes creative, technical, the whole thing. Great. I don't, I don't have a job. Uh, okay. I don't know what my job title is. Okay, so... I, did, so I, did, I, uh, I, I, I could call up the boss and find out what it is today. <laughs> it it kind of changes on a day-to-day basis. But that's a nice job to have. I didn't get a re- yeah, I didn't get a report. Uh, uh, what nice the job, job title is. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Anyway, so you job have three stuff. people right now that have created jobs or doing things that they enjoy doing based on their past use of skills and abilities. And so, Deborah, I'm going to start with you. Tell us what did you do before and what made you go from wherever you started to where you are now? That's it. Well, actually, I was doing training with a software vendor on payroll. And last year I was laid off, you know, due to the economy. And I decided to, as I said, because I was one of those individuals that did do payroll and did not know all the importance and all the other tax reporting that had go with it, I started teaching classes for payroll people to help further their profession and further their career and help them along the same path. And you enjoyed it. I enjoy it very much. What did, you do before, much. what did you do before that? Like I said, I did training, but I worked for software vendors. I always worked for software vendors training payroll people on their software system. And so I decided, why don't I take the training of both worlds, of payroll and the software, and put them together. How did you get started in training? Way back when. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, how did you Actually, do it? Actually, yeah. I did payroll myself. You know, way back when, started out with a accounting firm and actually worked with uh, one of your biggest APA or payroll providers, excuse me, when they used to deliver it in a red vinyl bag rather than online and then pursued further on that there was a lot more to payroll than just, like I said, hours times a rate and started working with software vendors and training payroll people through that. And you found a solution for employers and payroll, how did you come up with that solution? In understanding the need where an employer has such a need for a payroll person to be knowledgeable as it could be such a costly mistake. And payroll mm-hmm. people who wanted to assume that responsibility need that education to help them along with it. Excellent, excellent. Help them along. So I'm going to say that, that for many of you, you have knowledge that's worth money. All jobs are because somebody needs solutions to problems. All you've got to do is come up with answers and go tell people how you can help solve their problem. And that's what Deborah's done, and she's making money doing it and having fun, and she has the freedom that she wants. Now, the reality is she still has a job. It's just a job that she enjoys doing. And, Lee, how'd you, how'd you get started and get to where you are? Um, I'll try to keep it short because I have a tendency to go on and on I'll and on. Keep but uh, on track. Well, okay, <laughs> Wait, that's my job. That's my job. Hey, I can talk as long as I want. I'm the producer. <laughs> uh, how did I get into? I'll, I'll tell you. This is the story. I walked up to uh, a radio station in um, 
Las Vegas, current owners owned that station and walked up to the, well, at, actually, I called them up. I said, I want to do a radio show. I don't have any money. They said, come on down. We'll talk to you. So, uh, you know, I walked up and uh, next I was talking to our general manager. I said, I want to do a radio show. I don't have any money, but I think God will, will show me a way to do this. And she goes, do you know how to run a board? I said, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, I could run anything because it's part of my, I'm an electronics freak and I always Background. played, played mm-hmm. with electronics, mm-hmm. uh, electronic equipment, audio equipment. So I said, yeah, I could do that. I'd done it before. I'd done it in high school. And um, so she goes, okay, you can run the board over. If you run the board overnight, you can do your show. I said, okay, d- that was it. I, that's a, that, you got I, got, I got the job in about 10 seconds. Wow. With, with that conversation. Can you run a board? Yes. Wow. And uh, it just so happens that um, I developed, I happened to develop a lot of skills that were useful in radio. I did um, public speaking. I did some writing. Like I said, worked with a, a, a sort of an electronics. Free. I, I wanted to be a DJ when I was a kid but was discouraged from doing that because by my aunt. She said, what do you want to do when you grow up? I said, I want to be a DJ. Said, oh, no, no, no. You don't want to do that, you know, because you don't make enough money and uh, it's unstable and you have to move all the time. You can never have a family. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, mm-hmm. okay, wow, thanks for straightening me out, you know. <laughs> that, uh, I'll, I'll just forget all about that. And I did. And then when I was in high school, I actually went to a prep school, and lo and behold, there was a guy with a uh, spare million dollars there who decided to build a radio station at the prep school, and they, they wow. were looking for DJs, wow. and they said, we need DJs. Anybody want to be a DJ? Uh, hey, yeah, come to think of it. Yeah, I want to be a DJ, you know, so, so I became a DJ at the high school wow. station. Uh, anyway, long story short, uh, 15 years later, I walked up to KLAV in Las Vegas, and said, I want to do a show, don't have any money. They said, can you run a board? Yeah. So next thing you know, uh, I got some training as a board op, um, which is technically what I do right now, board operator, okay? Great, great, uh, great. So go ahead. You probably want to say something. No, I'm just saying that's a great story because (laughs) if if you haven't noticed out there, I stutter sometimes. Imagine me growing up and somebody saying, you can't talk, and you'll never talk. And yet, somewhere along the line, somebody said, Gene, you're always running your mouth and you're still stuttering. Why don't you go out there and start training people and still talk? And so I'm still talking and training. And I took my computer knowledge and my people's knowledge and people found jobs for me. And it sounds like people found jobs for all of you. Yeah, I, well, I mean, you're, you found your current you know, occupation in a creative path and... We were talking about this before, and I was influenced yeah. uh, by a man named Herbert Armstrong. I read his, his autobiography, and when he was a kid, he used to he became very wealthy and successful. He, um, but when he was a kid, he 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 said he used to go create jobs for himself. He figured out what he wanted to do, and instead of going to college, he decided he wanted to be in advertising. Mm-hmm. And uh, but anyway, what he, what he would do, he he would go figure out where he wanted to work. And then he would go up to him and say, uh, and try to create his own position. Yeah. He was saying, look, you know, I think you're a great company. I want to work for you. I think I could help you if I do this, this, and this. And he used to get jobs that way. Of course, that was uh, 80 years ago. But you can still do that You can still do that People are still doing it. Yeah, people are still doing it. That's the creative way. See, I don't think I ever got a good job by filling out an employment application and going through the same process that, that everybody else does. Uh, I've gotten, like, a, you, well, you know how I got this job. Mm-hmm. And I got jobs before where I, uh, uh, I met a guy who um, owned a uh, internet service provider. Actually, he wasn't really an internet service provider. But he built web pages, okay? And uh, I interviewed him on the radio. I said, I want to learn how to do that. So I would call him up every day and I said, do you have anything I can do over there? And finally, he said, well, yeah, come on down. I'll start showing you. So he stuck me in front of a computer. And um, about six months later, I, a year later, I was, I, was, I was designing web pages for him. And there he is. So, you know, it yeah. wasn't like I didn't look in the one ads and go, oh, man, I want to be a web designer. So let's find a job for a web designer. That, you don't get to be a web designer by doing that. You have to do it. And then you have to, you know, you have, yeah. you have to go out and find your own opportunity. Yeah. I'm going to just or create your own opportunity. Yeah. What do you think? I was going to say the same thing. It was when I, I did payroll and then it was when, actually when I moved to Florida and I was like, well, now I want to do more than just payroll. 
And that's when I ventured into the software side of the house. And it was more or less, as you're like saying, once I got into that new environment and took my payroll expertise, and that's where it went from, you know, support and then to ultimately into the training side of it, Mm -hmm. because that's where, you know, I put myself over there because that's where I enjoyed. I enjoyed teaching the people. Yeah. It all comes down to, I'm going to say it all comes down to performance. It all comes down to what you do, the action you take. And I would just suggest for all of you out there, if you've been going to personnel and you've been doing it for three or four or six months and sending out a bunch of resumes, I'm going to say, why don't you stop doing it? You start going to where you want to go. People are going to ask you the exact same questions. You know, but le- leading to that, I just want to add this on, though. Would you think about it? Because this is all over the news right now. It's unfortunate, but it is. There are people who have dropped out of grade school that are running corporations in this country and around the rest of the world. And and there are people that most of us know people who've dropped out of grade school, you know, that are running corporations and make a lot of money. So obviously they must have known something for somebody to move them up the ladder. Right now you hear a lot about the immigrants coming here. Some people really believe they're taking your jobs. And I believe they come here, and you might say they come here, they have less educations, and but yet they come here and they perform. The problem is, is that I've been hearing about immigrants for at least 25 years coming here, which means if I take my age, I track 25 years, somehow someone keeps allowing them to come. And they deserve to be here just like anybody else because they go perform. Now, here's the real catch. If you got children, if you're under age 16, you can use all of this technology out here better than all of us old folks. Haven't been, haven't been to anybody's school, haven't read anybody's book. What do those three areas have in common? All performance. Maybe all you got to do is go and tell people what you want to do. They're going to ask you anyway. Maybe all you got to do is tell them. Any thoughts on that? Go ahead. You look like you're in a uh, No, go ahead. Because it's so true. It's yeah. so true. So I'm just sitting here saying, you're right. So, You've got to go reach for what you want I to do. You, huh? you have to do yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> Gene, Gene when, when, when you mentioned, you know, uh, a case in point of what you were talking about, you know, people starting at the bottom and rising up to be uh, yeah. running a corporation, Bill Gates. Yeah. Bill Gates was going to Harvard. Right. Or I think it was Harvard. Right. If it's not that, it was Yale, but yeah. same thing, right? Right. I think he was at Harvard. And um, he, was a, he was an absolute computer freak when he had been in high school and junior high. Right. Him and his buddy, all they did, With, and, and this is, he's about the same age as I am. That's right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what? Gene, how come I'm not where he is right now? Because you weren't in that group <laughs> I, I screwed up. that had an interest. We were not in this talk show. They, they, right. They, they used to hang out in the computer room. That was when computers right. filled a whole room, okay? But, but to think about. They, they, they used to be into writing code. So 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 Bill Gates is, is going to Harvard, and his buddy, this is a good movie if you ever get a chance to see it. Uh, it's called Pirates of Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Highly recommended. Him and his buddy get the latest Popular Mechanics magazine or something. And on the cover is the new Altair computer. It's the first yeah. new personal computer that you can actually build, you know. So they go, this is it, this is it. They figured out, this guy's got to have software to run this thing, okay. So we got to go talk to this guy. So, so they go fly out to Arizona and go talk to this guy who builds this little box. And he says, you don't have any software. You need software. And we're going to make it for you. That's how Microsoft started. Yeah. Bill Gates quit. Dropped he out quit. of right. Harvard to go make, in make software. Yeah, started in the garage for uh, uh, you know the Altair computer, mm-hmm. and and that, that's how Microsoft came about. So you all so can you do that out there. You all have something within you that drives you, that motivates you. You all can create solutions for people, and because you already have the answers, just go tell people what you want to do. My phone's not ringing, which means you all must have the answers, or call in and, and we'll give you some. <laughs> okay, time for a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Employment Opportunity Hour with Gene Hodge, and uh, we are going to take a break. Please give us a call. 
Are you out of work? There's got to be about uh, probably a third of the people out there listening. You've got to be out of work because the actual unemployment rate is about 30%. I read. That's the real unemployment rate. Uh, so if uh, you're trying to figure out how to get some work, give us a call, 441-3000. 441-3000. We'll be right back. Looking for a job? Wondering what you can do? Call us here in the studio right now at 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about resumes, interviewing, job searching, cover letters, creating an image, assessing your skills and abilities and experience, where to look for jobs? Call us live in the studio now at 727-441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about your age, race? Are you a veteran, a minority, a professional? Do you have a disability? We have the answers. Call us live in studio right now at the Employment Opportunity Hour. Call 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. Or send us an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Employers, if you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Using our process, over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatonic Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College, to name just a few. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email hodgetrain at aol.com. That's hodgetrain at aol.com. Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Employment Opportunity Hour with Gene Hodge, and we're, uh, we got, we only got about five minutes left, so yeah, we want you, you to talk get, about? And, and we want you to not to get a job, go make a job. Yeah, there you go. Jobs are out there all over the place. Find out who has a need and go fill it. And uh, because their jobs are being created every day because people come up with new ways and new ideas. I know, Lee, you had some thoughts on jobs, and I really want you to think about the other things you see people doing for fun and getting paid, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> so, so Lee, what did you have to say? Well, it's funny because I was uh, surfing the net the other night. Imagine that, right? <laughs> and um, I ran into this incredible article. It's, um, you know, 10 jobs you'd, you'd basically kill to have. or Like, people get paid for this type of thing, right? And I won't mention the first one that I told you during the break because I don't know <laughs> if any. We'd have too many applicants for that one, but um, and you said if you enjoy making love, you should write that down. Yeah, right? write it down. You enjoy well, drinking. There was uh, a guy playing cards. There was a guy who got, and there was mm-hmm. one of the jobs was a guy got paid for making love. He did, yeah. and he had to assess, you know, the performance of his partner. Mm-hmm. Now we don't recommend that everybody go out and look for something like that, but yeah. it, I, it just goes to show you. You're right because we put ourselves in, in this little box and go. Yeah. Well, all I can do is, I mean. I've looked through the one. I used to look through the one ads all the time, and I go, I can never get a job. I can never do any of these things. I'm not trained. I'm not skilled. I can, this is hopeless. It's terrible, you know. Uh, but but it's like get out of the box. So yeah. people get paid for making love. This one guy, um, he has to spend six months. This is a real 
terrible job, Jane. Um, six months on a tropical island in the South Pacific, and he has to go snorkeling and eat at nice restaurants and just test out this resort and everything. Can you imagine getting paid, getting paid really good money to do this for six yeah. months? Yeah, it's tough I got job. a job doing that. It's tough out there. It's a tough job market. And <laughs> the, so people are out there doing, having literally dream jobs. Okay, yeah. it's only for six months, but, but you know. But those are some example, dream jobs, but there are people get paid to watch cartoons. There are people get paid to, to watch movies or to read stories or to read prints before they go public. There are people get paid to sip drinks. I mean, you know, there's a ton of jobs out there where people are looking for people. They just don't know you exist. That's all. And, and maybe we're not looking in the right place. Yeah. And that, that was yeah. a good uh, point you had to Google all of your qualifications or things you enjoy doing. Google the things on that list and the job right. descriptions would pop up. That's very interesting. Exactly. That's, They'll pop like very up. Good, uh, yeah. Very good. Very good. Anyway, you got anything to say? Because our time is running out here. Oh, I didn't know if you were going to venture into interview questions or not. I think we'll deal with that next time. Okay. Because I want some people to call in and ask some questions because we have answers for that. However, I would like to thank you for being on the show, Uh, Lee and Deborah. Thank you for, you know, for being here and come back again. Thank you, I'd like to hear more about your adventures. However, give us your contact information. How can people find you? Uh, yes, again, it's Debbie Connolly, Pay Coach HR, and my number is 727-637-4781. And you got an email? And an email of D Connolly, C O N N E L L Y, at, and it's paycoachhr.com. And thank you very much, and I enjoyed well, thank it. Thank you. Thank and I'd you. Love I'm to glad come back. you're here. Lee, would you like any other contact information, or they can just call the number here. We're glad to have you because you all have unusual stories. I gave you a formula by which you could find jobs because it's your life. They're the things that you're good at. The only thing you've got to do is go to those people and tell them how you can help them solve their problem. It's really all you got to do. They will choose you. You can't make them choose you. It's important for you to know what people are choosing you to do. Anyway, you have a homework assignment for next week. Your assignment is to go out and introduce yourself to 10 people. You go out and do that search on the Internet. Find out what those job titles are. It's going to tell you where and who's hiring. Go tell those people and give us a call back and let us know what happened. Come share that with, with the rest of the listening audience. Anyway, I'm your host. I'm Gene Hodge. Thank you for joining us on the show. And you can call me at 441-3000 or based on any of the advertisements that you've heard. And thank you for being a part of our audience. We'll look forward to hearing you or hearing from you next week. Prepare your questions and give us the call. <laughs>